Hammer Time, episode number 14. Today we'll talk about week number four, college football. We'll kind of recap briefly week three. We are about to be week four, so we've done week zero, one, two, three now. In the four weeks that we've bet college football, we have won nine units week zero. We won nine units week one. We lost five units week two, and we won nine units week three. More and more listeners are listening to this podcast every week. Thank you all for uh, spreading, sharing, showing love on Twitter, all that good stuff. I appreciate it. I'm getting more and more text about how I feel on certain games. My only advice would be to continue listening and um, playing along. I think uh, the more and more text I get is, is better, but it'd be better off if you guys just listen it, um, just to certain games that I do talk about. There are a lot of games that I don't talk about. I, I think last week I had 30-something picks. Yeah, let's see. I went 23 and 14. So 37 games, uh, 37 picks out there. So I cover a lot of these games. I don't talk about all of them, but I at least give a number and some sort of direction. Before we go any further, I'd like to thank the sponsors per usual, House of B, the biggest sponsor, and my partner in crime. Uh, some of my other partners in crime, Atame, uh, Milkman, and Berg Betts, those guys uh, stuck with me there last week. I think we all pretty much were positive units there. So it was a good week. Uh, we'll recap here real quick. Week three. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I went 14 and 11, so I had 25 um bets out i won 23 units and i lost 14 so that's where we got the plus that's the plus nine units uh florida state i believe this was a thursday or friday game they uh, were in a tight one uc they covered by half a point western kentucky like i said in the podcast um, well i I was going to take that money line i'm glad i didn't but uh actually i think that they did i think that I think they won outright, but I had them plus seven. South Alabama plus 15.5. Uh, I think they only lost by a point to UCLA, so they covered easy. That was a turnoff. Syracuse, I got pretty lucky on. Uh, Iowa stayed. They killed Ohio. Minnesota killed them. Notre Dame, Kansas, teaser hit. Texas A&M minus five hit. Vandy, NIU over 58.5 was part my pick for the three-headed parlay hit in the third quarter ohio state minus 32 they won like 77 to 20 they did exactly what i thought they would georgia minus 24 they did exactly what i thought they would uh that was just like know that you're playing an sec opponent in um, south carolina and just like blow the doors off uh they were killing them i think it was 28 nothing or close to that first half uh, or no, it was 24 nothing. They had covered the spread first half. So uh, then USC, Oklahoma teaser. USC is just killing it. I'm going to continue staying on them. And, you know, the big one, Bama minus 49. Uh, they won like 63 to something, 63-3 or 63-9 or something. They, they easy, that was an easy cover. Ground force uh, lost to Wyoming. I think they lost straight up. They were a 16.5-point favorite. BYU plus 3.5. That was a loss. Wake minus 16.5. That was a loss. NIU minus 2.5. They were in a tight one there with Vandy, but they just couldn't pull it out. Um, at one point, I thought for sure they had that in the bag. They they did not. Michigan State got killed. Penn State, Auburn under 49. I'm going to just never bet another under because the unders 
in NFL and college just aren't hitting for me. I think you have to be so perfect to hit an under that it's just not worth doing. Uh, BYU, Oregon, under 58. Again, this one wasn't even close. Georgia Southern, plus 11.5. I thought this one was in the bag there for a little while, too, and then it wasn't. Uh, obviously, our three-headed parlay missed. Coastal, minus 13. That was the sloppiest game ever. There was like four turnovers in the first quarter. And App State, minus 13. They barely snuck out with a win. So, like I said, uh, we, again, another positive, positive week. I can't remember exactly, but I think it's somewhere around the neighborhood now of uh, 27 minus 5 is plus 22 units on the year. So we will talk about week four here. Uh, I've got a lot of games. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16 times 2, 32 picks. I will get out in front here and tell you guys, like, when I love a board, I'll come out and say it. Week two, I should have came out and said, like, I did not like that board. Last week, I should have come out and said, like, I love this board. Uh, Week zero, you don't really know. Week one, I did say I love that. So week zero on week one and week three, I really liked all the boards, and I was plus nine. This week, I am going to take a different approach. Um, I'm betting one unit on every game that I discuss because I'll be honest with you guys, I don't love a lot of these games. Um, It's just a feel thing and a matchup thing. And I don't love a lot of these, but I will run through um, probably 10 or 15 games or so here. Just give my pick and uh, I'll recap it at the end. Uh, I, I was going to pick this game to, to take a side on. I've since changed. I, I think I'm just going to stay out of it and probably live bet it. But uh, my pick originally was going to be the Mountaineers, minus 2.5. That's West Virginia. Uh, Pitt hung in there with Tennessee. That's a, one of Mountaineers' losses, obviously. Tennessee is a pretty good program. Kansas is now 2-0 and with quality wins against Houston and WVU. Uh, the Mountaineers can move the ball on offense, and the Virginia Tech offense cannot keep up. I think that the Mountaineers will cover this. I lean West Virginia minus 2.5. This Virginia Tech team was at one point in a 28-17 to game with Maine. Maine in the third quarter. Maine is 0-3. Virginia Tech lost to Rutgers, who barely slid by Temple. Uh, and Temple lost to Duke by 30 in a game where they were like a 10-point favorite. So the strength of schedule here is the difference. West Virginia has kind of run a little gauntlet already to start the season. And by gauntlet, I mean a, a pretty good Kansas and, uh, you know, a decent, pretty decent pit team. Uh, the strength of schedule is the difference. West Virginia, I think, should be able to run with this one. The only bad thing is it's obviously it's at Virginia Tech. They do all that Sandman stuff, and it's a crazy atmosphere there. But the good news is West Virginia played already uh, in Pittsburgh, obviously, for uh, that big rivalry game. So I don't think that they're going to be, like, shell-shocked when they go into Virginia Tech and they hear the music and the fans. I, don't, I mean, it was loud in Pittsburgh. So um, obviously, having been there, it was, it was, it was really loud. Virginia Tech is uh, four and one the last five at home versus West Virginia. They obviously play a lot. I was actually at the last uh, 
West Virginia, Virginia Tech game in Morgantown where West Virginia was up a ton and Virginia Tech almost came back to win. Uh, Virginia Tech is 4-10 and 10 the last 14 against the spread. I think they stink a little bit, and West Virginia is kind of stinky too. But I think they're a little bit better. BYU, uh, I'm sorry, Baylor plus 3. I don't need to discuss this one as much. I think Baylor should have beaten BYU. Iowa State beat a uh, bad Iowa team and just rolled OU. Baylor and Aranda as an underdog, I will take them again. If they don't cover here for me, this will be the last time. Uh, I will not continue to get burnt. I think uh, the game that they were an underdog, I think they should have won. And um, they're 4-1 and one against the spread the last five and 4-1 and one against the spread uh, last five versus Iowa State. So I like those numbers. Give me Baylor. Michigan, minus 16.5. Maryland, 1-10 uh, the last 11 against the spread versus Big Ten opponents. They are a one and six against the spread last seven versus Michigan. Michigan is seven and two last nine against the spread, and six and one against the spread all time versus Maryland. Give me Michigan minus sixteen and a half. UNC money line. I think uh, this is the only one I haven't taken that I will take just because the website doesn't have it up yet. Um, I haven't seen a line for it in Lawrenceburg. I think they're kind of waiting to see what happens here if any news comes out. But I think they smell blood, and I think uh, the offense is electric. If Notre Dame can't keep up, they're going to be out of this game in a hurry. Minnesota, minus 2.5. They're 6-0 and against the spread the last six games. 7-1 and against the spread last eight versus Michigan State. 7-1 and against the spread last eight on the road. Give me Minnesota. Interestingly, this is 2.5-point favorite. They're 0-5 the last five straight up versus Michigan State. Michigan State, like I said last week, does have like quality wins against quality opponents, stretching back like the last five or six games going into last year. Last week was a um, statement game, and they got spanked. And Washington, I don't know that is they're all that good. And to be honest with you, I just turned it on, or we were out, and the first thing I saw was like 22 nothing or something crazy, and I was like, what in the hell just happened? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I do think Michigan State's like a well-rounded team. Minnesota has looked pretty good, and uh, they looked really good last week. I just think that Thorne guy, I don't know if he's going to have enough to get it done. I don't care if they're at home or you know whatever. Tides are turning here. I think give me Minnesota minus 2.5. I'll take Cincinnati 4 and 1 against the spread last 5 when they're a favorite. Indiana stinks. They are 1 and 6 against the spread the last 6. They almost got beat by Western Kentucky or they did they did get beat by Western Kentucky I think last week um, and they were a 7 point favorite. Bama minus 40. I don't even need to tell you guys why I'm taking that. That 40 is seems to be a magic little number there for them. Rice plus 17 and a half. Houston gives up a lot of points. Uh, Rice needs to uh, keep it going on offense and score like they have i think a late score here or backdoor cover is perfect um plus 17.5 don't do 17 don't do six definitely don't do 16 and a half duke plus seven the line jumped uh from plus 10 this is versus kansas duke is like a pretty decent and kind of fun like little football team to watch so is kansas though kansas is going crazy against the spread six and oh the last six that coach has really got something going there. 
they got to come back down to earth, and Duke has played pretty well this year, regardless of the opponent. They've been in this underdog role before and spoiled, and um, I like them. Kansas has a favorite. I'm not sure, you know, how much I really like that. Um, Duke plus seven. I, I would have loved to have it at plus ten when it originally came out, but you can see it's already moved three points, um, and I think it probably stays around there, but I'll take Duke. Memphis, uh, I think this is around 10, something like 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half, somewhere in that area. I'll post the official number later. Uh, North Texas is one and four against the spread the last five and oh and five against the spread last five against an AAC opponent. Memphis strength of schedule is a lot better. I think Memphis might roll them here. Georgia Tech plus 21 is this is disgusting kind of number wise. It's really, really bad. Uh, I think they've played much better opponents, and I think this will be like uh, kind of like a varsity team finally like getting to run against like a JV team or something. Not that Georgia Tech is a three-touchdown underdog, but um, when you have played the schedule that they've played, I think 21 points is too much, and I think they'll at least hang in there for a little bit. Uh, Akron, I think the same kind of similar thought process here, plus 30. I'm kind of digging the Mac this week. I think they're in a position to surprise a little bit. Akron's last two opponents have just been brutal, and Liberty has played close games regardless of the opponent uh, skill level. I think uh, Akron sticks around enough to keep this thing less than 30. This is like a lower confidence play, but um, a play nonetheless. It's the same unit size as the rest of them, so... Lower confidence here, plus 30 is a lot of points. We kind of talk about these big numbers and big games all the time. Wouldn't be shocked if Liberty like plays down to the level of competition and Akron can somehow make it a little bit close, like either in the first quarter, uh, half or second half. ECU, minus 16.5. They are 9-2 and two against the spread the last 11, 6-1 against the spread last 7 at home, and 8-2 and two against the spread last 10 against the AAC. Give me ECU, minus 16.5. USC, minus 6. They're 4-1 against the spread last 5. BYU is 10-5, the last 15 against Mountain West against the spread. Wyoming is 2-6, last 8 against BYU. Uh, I'll take BYU here. I think this is a big number, like 20-something. I don't think Wyoming is that good. I think really the only thing that they have going for them um, is when they play at home, which they just did last week. I went against Wyoming. Uh, that was against Ground Force, and they actually beat Ground Force as a 16-point underdog. Um, the fact that BYU, I think, is only getting whatever. I think it's like 22. Let me just make sure I'm correct on this. Uh Yeah, I think I can't remember exactly what it is. I have a USC BYU um, teaser is is what I have, but uh, which I obviously feel comfortable they'll win by, you know, that teased number. Uh, I'll come back. I'll circle back to that one. Arkansas State just five and one the last six against the spread versus ODU team who we watched them first week I think against Virginia Tech or Virginia one of the two. They're seven and two against the spread the last nine. I actually think this will be a pretty good game. Um, Arkansas State has played some really, really quality competition as well. That's kind of the same similar train of thought here for a couple of these teams. Uh, I'll take them, plus seven. Uh, ODU is good. Um, I just think that Arkansas State will be able to like hang. LA Tech, plus 13. This is one game that I may come back to and switch and flip back to the other side. 
they have played Mizzou and Clemson. I think, again, a similar thought process here is with the rest of the, some of the rest of these teams. I think coming off of Clemson, they'll have a lot more success moving the ball. South Alabama just lost a heartbreaker, and I'm hoping that the morale is relatively low. I know that they played well, but um, just to say you played well just doesn't cut it, especially for those schools down there in the south, those small schools that get to play that big opponent, and then they kind of are in a game with UCLA for as long as they were. Uh, it's just it's tough. It's tough to lose those. Um, UNLV six and one against the spread the last seven. Utah State is one and seven against the spread last eight at home. Give me UNLV. Washington minus thirteen. Stanford stinks against the spread. They are zero and nine the last nine. Uh, Washington is four and two against the spread the last six and huge win last week. I think they just kind of keep things moving. Another little game, a couple two games here to talk about Auburn and Mizzou. Uh, this is only being mentioned because I think it's going to be such a stinker of an SEC game. It might be really, really ugly. And if I was inclined to take this, I would take the under. Auburn's offense is like just atrocious. I have not watched much of Mizzou, but just seeing their schedule and seeing the scores, I I cannot imagine many people are going to watch this game. And then this is a classic MAC matchup: Eastern Michigan versus Buffalo. I think uh, Eastern Michigan is like a 9 or 10 point favorite. I would lean Buffalo, but I have no real rhyme or reason. Uh, Those are just some of the games that we're talking about here. I'll run through my list here now. Uh, I got Baylor plus 3, UNC money line, Bama minus 40, Tennessee, Oklahoma, teaser, A&M minus 2.5, NC State minus 38. I actually love that, NC State minus 38. Miami plus 7.5, South Carolina minus 20. I like that game too. Purdue minus 19.5, USC minus 6. I don't love that game. I I don't I I may retract that before the week is uh, before we get to that game. They play Oregon State and this might be a weird spot. They obviously like you know they're gonna know just like kind of or Stanford like it's kind of get real time and like step up to the plate and I think like I said before their offense can like shoot out with anyone but just the way they match up against Oregon State their defense is good they control the football on offense I think their time of possession is up there as far as uh, rankings in college football they like to run the ball and like kind of melt the clock and that's really all you need to do to bust up a team like that not not the best defense in the world and uh, if they can just steal a couple possessions I don't know that they will but if they can then that six is out the window and you know really their season USC season I think would be pretty much out the window with a loss to Oregon State there uh, which I obviously can't have but uh, you're right I've been on I've been on Caleb Williams now for a long time I think six is fine USC BYU teaser that's where I get USC as a pick em pretty much and BYU, I just need to score like two or three touchdowns and stay up in that game. <clears throat> I also have Utah, Iowa teaser. I think this gets both teams. Again, I'm not looking at spreads like off the internet right now. I think this is memory based. I think Utah, Iowa teaser gets them to both winning by a touchdown or more. Uh, I like that. Um, Washington minus 13. We talked about ULM, Louisiana Monroe plus nine. New Mexico State minus five. That is versus Hawaii. Hawaii stinks. We'll continue to fade them. I know they're against the spread. I think they're one and two or two and two. 
But uh, New Mexico State minus five. Uh, Louisiana Tech plus 13. We talked about I may flip that one. UNLV minus 2.5. Rice plus 17.5. Arkansas State plus 7. ECU minus 16. I love that. Akron plus 30. Georgia Tech plus 21. Ole Miss minus 20.5. They're on fire. They might blow that one out of the water. Uh, Tulsa Ole Miss over 65. This originally started at 62. It's already up three points. I'd expect it to be by like 68 by the time this game is played. So 65 is where I got it today. Memphis minus 10. Toledo minus two. I love that. Colorado plus 21.5. They play UCLA. I think that uh, whatever that guy, that Dorian or whatever his name is, that quarterback for UCLA, I think he just kind of stinks. Uh, he's athletic, but like if you can contain him, I don't think he really throws the ball that well. UC, Tulane, teaser. This gets it to pretty good numbers there for both of them. I think UC kind of continues to roll, especially against IU. They are uh, like pedal to the metal. They don't really, you know, they kind of took the foot off the gas there a little bit in the fourth quarter last week, but they did enough to cover. Uh, Tulane, I think, just had a pretty big uh, game there last week, too. So momentum for both teams going into big games. I'll take them, teaser. Uh, Minnesota, minus 2.5. We talked about Duke, plus 7.5. Michigan, minus 16.5. That will be my lock for the week. And Cincy, minus 16.5. All right. That's all I got here for week four. If anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, message me on twitter shoot me a text you guys know my number you know the uh handle so you guys have no excuse not to reach out i do uh, appreciate and i do enjoy getting the questions and texts it lets me know that you guys value my opinion and um take what i'm saying on this seriously i think uh the units are speaking for themselves when you have had four weeks to bet and you've been plus nine three of the four weeks uh that's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, you guys gauge it amongst amongst yourselves. You know, the first couple of weeks, I think people did that, and they realized they weren't up nine units each week, and then I got a bunch of texts, you know, week two. And then last week, we kind of checked back in and got back to the normal swing of things and the normal flow. I think there's going to be a lot more of that, and uh, just waiting for the right week. Really, last week after the 12 o'clock games, I think the only games I missed were the ones that were on Thursday or Friday, and that was only ground force. Um, so we are we were really, really moving there. Last week, I know, plus nine. One of these weeks, we're going to dip into the double digits there as far as winning units goes. Um, I don't know which week it's going to be. I personally, I would be shocked if it was this week. I don't love these games, like I've said. Uh, I don't love this card. That's why there's no two-unit plays. Uh, I have a couple locks, but I'm not willing to compromise and make my um, plays any smaller or any less. I enjoy watching all of the games and kind of following along. And honestly, this is how I, you know, for nothing else, this is how I kind of like learn more about teams and follow along with them. So to stay active and stay involved with each team, um, I continue taking this many games this is 32 games like i said and you know there will be more live stuff uh nfl i'll just touch on really briefly nothing major check in with i think uh this week i pretty much covered even i was up maybe like three units this weekend um and then i threw out a bunch of props because there was two games on monday night 
Uh, I think I lost two units or two and a half units on the prop. So we'll call it about even for uh, week two of the NFL. Haven't seen a whole lot there to like be excited about, really. Uh, that's hard because I do like in the Steelers, I'm 2-0 and you know, against the spread on. I think uh, this week will be the first week I kind of like take off from the Steelers and try to find some other teams. The good news is there are teams like evolving in the NFL. And I think that people are still kind of like late on some of those teams. I just wish I would have been earlier last week to take them myself. Uh, but we'll get there with the NFL. That's kind of something that I always like pick up on and do better as the season goes. And college football the same way, but we're already having a really, really strong start. So uh, we'll continue this hopefully for both and uh, just get better and better each week and keep racking up the units. I appreciate you all listening. This was a pretty decently long episode. So if you guys have stuck around with me this far, thank you again. And uh, let's go. Let's, let's make some money this weekend. Hammer time. Out.